I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 163. My review of Bridgerton, which I think of as alternate Jane Austen. Well, first of all, Happy New Year. This will be the first episode of Light On, Light Through in the year 2021. And my wife and I binge-watched Bridgerton and just loved it. My wife's a devoted Shonda Rhimes fan, and she's watched and is watching everything she's done on network television. Now, I can take or leave these shows, and I usually leave them. But I'm also a big Jane Austen fan, and I enjoy historical drama, so I gave Bridgerton a try. And it does have a lot in common with Jane Austen's novels. It takes place in the Regency era in England, but Bridgerton has a bold alternate history element. People of color are in the aristocracy, including Simon, a.k.a. the Duke of Hastings, one of the two leading characters, and Queen Charlotte, that is the Queen of England. Now, actually, historians have been debating for at least 50 years about whether Queen Charlotte had African ancestry. Check out the portrait of Queen Charlotte by Alan Ramsey that was done back in 1761. Just do a search on that on the web and it'll come right up. So that part of Bridgerton is more aptly described, I'd say, as controversial history than alternate history. But Simon's character, along with other secondary characters in Bridgerton, is clearly alternate history, which is a big plus in my book. Now, the other way in which Austen's novels differ from Bridgerton, based on the series of best-selling novels by Julia Quinn over the past 20 years, which I haven't read, is the hot sex between Simon and Daphne Bridgerton that lights up several episodes. Simon's lust for Daphne, which he has to mediate with his vow to his father not to have children, in an age in which the withdrawal method is by and large the only way to do that, that is have sex and no kids, and it doesn't always work, obviously, well, that's one of the fulcrums of the narrative and is presented just short of graphically, but quite effectively on the screen. And I'll say the acting of both Phoebe Dynavore as Daphne and Reja Jean Page, I probably don't have that pronunciation right, as Simon was superb across a wide range of tempestuous and profound emotions. The other notable element of Bridgerton is Whistledown, a voiceover by Julie Andrews. She's a Regency gossip columnist who stirs the pot with her all-too-savvy reports. Her true identity is not revealed until the very end, and though my wife and I pretty much guessed it, it was still a lot of fun to see this played out. The secondary characters and stories were well done, the cinematography was just gorgeous, and I'm glad to see there's a second season already in the works. 
So check back here later this year or whenever that second season airs with my reviews of that. The Light on Light Through podcast. Well, I hope you enjoy this brief review of Bridgerton on Light on Light Through. I'll be back here soon with another episode of this podcast. Could be another review of anything. Could be some politics. Who knows? But in the meantime, stay safe and sound and enjoy. Athens, 2042 AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left, again, into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.